0: Welcome to the podcast at Wilburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Luke chapter 1 Yesterday, we hosted a baby shower here. John and Brittany are expecting their very first child, and uh, I can remember last april i I started work at the college uh, doing custodial work, and I met John and we got to begin sharing and uh, turns out he was a belie- he 's a believer, and uh, he hadn 't been in church for a while, and he began to share much with me, and uh, I began to share with him, and we just developed a great friendship, and uh, he shared with me that they, they wanted to have a child, uh, they uh, so far were not, were not able, and so we prayed together that, that the Lord would give them a child, and uh, it wasn't but a couple of weeks later, it seemed like, that uh, he came to me with the news that, that Brittany was expecting, and now they're uh, so close. To this baby being born, and we were we uh, were able to celebrate with them uh, last night. The miracle of of a child is a is a, being born is a wonderful wonderful thing. Uh, everybody who who has children of their own are just, can just be amazed at what God does in bringing a new life into the world. And we think of uh, the story we read last week of Zechariah and Elizabeth. This couple who had had longed for a child for many, many years, and they were in their old age, and they were unable to have a child. Elizabeth was barren, and yet God gave them a child. And we see this great miracle, even greater than the normal miracle in childbirth, because it was a woman who was beyond childbearing age. And today we're looking at a passage It's an even greater miracle than that. An angel comes to Mary, this young woman. She was probably only 14 or 15 years old. She was engaged to Joseph to be her husband. And in those days, engagement was legally binding. It was such that they would have to have a divorce to be able to to break up. She was engaged, yet they hadn't yet consummated their marriage. And this angel comes and says that you, Mary, will be with child. And Mary understandably asks, how can this be? That just doesn't make sense. How can I be the mother of a child when I have not yet even been with a man? And the angel explains to her that... uh, The child that she is to give birth to is the very Son of God. That the Holy Spirit would come upon her, that she would conceive a child that would be called the Son of God. Christmas time, Advent, that's my favorite time of the year to preach. It's my favorite time of the year overall. But to preach, it's just a wonderful, wonderful time I love to preach at Advent because I I think the whole goal, the whole purpose of preaching at this time of the year is to warm our hearts in expectation and worship. Worship of that God who became a man, who stepped out of heaven and lived among us. So my goal today is not to go to get you to go out and do something, but while we're right here to see Jesus for who he is, for our hearts to be warmed to who Jesus is and to look at him and just to adore him. We sing that song. We sang it last week. Oh, come let us adore Him. Oh, come let us adore Him. That's what we should be doing this morning as we meet together and we think about the birth of Jesus. So let's read our passage from Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that you would give us ears to hear your word and eyes to see. And Father, I pray that you would warm our hearts, that you would overwhelm us in adoration of your Son. Father, be with me a sinner, saved by grace. Lord, I don't deserve to be up here preaching, but you've called me, and I pray that you would give me the strength to speak your word this morning. Fill me with your spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. It picks up where it did... It left off last week. Elizabeth had been told she would have a child. And here in verse 26 it says, in the sixth month, that would be the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. The angel Gabriel had come to Elizabeth and now the angel is coming to Mary herself. (coughs) He comes to a city in Galilee Called Nazareth. <coughs> what is Nazareth? Where was Nazareth? It was just a, a little out of the way place. It wasn't anything of prominence. It wasn't like Jerusalem. When the angel came to Zechariah, he came to Jerusalem where he was serving in the temple. And it wasn't to Bethlehem, that place where the prophets had foretold that the Messiah would be born, but the angel came to Nazareth, this little hick town. Out of the way. Small. There was nothing expected out of Nazareth. It was obscurity. And Jesus, the the angel comes to Mary here. It tells us she was a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Points out her Sexual purity, she had not yet been with a man, but she was engaged, she was betrothed, she was promised to this man named Joseph. And it tells us that Joseph was of the house of David, that is very, very significant. He was a royal line. David was the king he was the, the king that was the, the, the type of who the Messiah would be. And as the prophets wrote about the coming Messiah, they would always point to someone who would be like David. And Isaiah himself talks about someone who would sit on David's throne forever. Chapter 9 of Isaiah. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. Well, we can think of that as just a regular greeting. But Mary thought it was more than just a a plain greeting. She was startled by it. She was greatly troubled, it says. What was so startling about this She was thinking, what is so favored about me? I'm I'm no one. There's nothing great about me. How could I be visited by this angel? How could you be calling me favored one? Yet he does. The angel explains to her, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Notice something here about Mary. Mary. The angel says that she's found favor with God. That's the the word grace. She's found grace with God. Favor with God. We think of Noah. At least I think of Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. When the whole world was Wicked and sinful, when every thought in the hearts of man was only evil continually, God looked on Noah and he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That same kind of language here. The angel comes to Mary and says, you have found favor. You have found grace in the eyes of the Lord. It wasn't because Mary was such a good person. It wasn't because of anything good or desirable in her. It was only God's grace in choosing Mary. That's salvation for us. When we come to Jesus, it is not because of something good in us. It is not because we are smarter than anyone. It's not because of the family we were born in. It's not because of any of those things. But it is only by the simple and sovereign grace of God. That's why God can take the most hardened sinner and save anyone. Because it doesn't depend on how good we are. It doesn't depend on how smart we are. It depends solely on God's grace. This angel says, You have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. In the Hebrew, that would be like Joshua. It's a name that means the Lord saves. That's the name that Jesus had. The Lord saves. You shall call His name Jesus, and He will be great, and He will be called the Son of the Most High. Jesus. Emmanuel. He is going to be called God's very Son. Who else could be called God's Son? The Son of the Most High. Well, Adam, in a way, was called God's son when God directly created Adam. But here, it's something even greater. Adam was born without a mother and a father. He was just directly created. Jesus here was born of a virgin with no earthly father. The Holy Spirit just formed Jesus within his mother Mary's womb. Miraculously. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. Pointing back to that promise from Isaiah chapter 9 that. The Messiah would come and sit on the throne of David forever. Pointing back to 2 Samuel chapter 7 when God promises David would have a son that would sit on his throne forever. That wasn't fulfilled by Solomon. It wasn't fulfilled by any of the earthly kings from the line of David. It was fulfilled by Jesus himself. Jesus Christ came. Though He was born and laid in a manger, though He died for the sins of man, He is today King over all of creation. He is King. He is sitting next to His Father on a throne. He is sitting there. He's pleading for us. He is our advocate. He is our lawyer. He is standing before the Father pleading and interceding for us. And yet he is king over all creation. There isn't one square inch of all of creation. Abraham Kuyper said that Jesus Christ does not cry out mine. He is king over it all. We look to uh, president in the White House. We look to all kinds of kings and rulers all throughout the world. But Jesus Christ is the King of kings. He is king over all those rulers. He is king. He is sovereign. And He is the one who places presidents and congressmen and all the people of the earth that that are rulers in their places. And his kingdom shall have no end. But it will be an everlasting kingdom. Verse 34, And Mary said to the angel, How can this be? Since I am a virgin. You know, people who don't believe in the virgin birth sometimes point out, well, you know, they they were just ignorant people back then. They didn't understand the laws of science like we do now. Mary knew where babies came from. Mary knew that. She asked, how can this be? I've never been with a man. They weren't primitive people who, who didn't understand the laws of science and how where children came from. They knew. This isn't just some myth that was created. This is true history. God intervened in human history. He came and He became flesh and dwelt among us, as John 1 and 14 says. Verse 35, And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy the son of god no you know muslims islamic scholars they, they they point to christianity and they they have a total misunderstanding of what christians believe about jesus and about about uh, the fact that jesus is god's son when we say that god that jesus is god's son muslims believe that christians think that somehow God took on a, a body and had relations with Mary. That's what they think we believe, but that's not what we believe at all. But rather, the Holy Spirit just worked within Mary, not through some kind of a, of a, of a passionate experience, but he, he just created Jesus within the womb of Mary in a very pure and holy way. And Jesus was called the Son of God. Verse 36, And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age will conceive a son. And this is the sixth month of her who was called barren. The angel tells Mary about Elizabeth because if she doesn't believe it, she can look to another miracle and God's faithfulness in working in the life of Elizabeth. If you want to know proof that this is going to happen, go visit your relative Elizabeth. She was called barren. She was way beyond the the age of childbearing, yet she is six months into her pregnancy. Verse 37, For nothing will be impossible with God. That is true. That was true then, and it is true today. Nothing is impossible with God. What is it that seems impossible in your life? Is there a relationship in your life that seems impossible? that you have discord within that relationship and you're wondering how can you resolve this relationship, there is nothing impossible with God. Maybe it's a a sickness, an illness. Maybe there's an employment situation and you're giving up and you feel like it's impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. If God can make a virgin give birth, God can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. And whatever it is in your life that you think is impossible, remember, God makes the impossible possible. Verse 38, And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. We end this passage with resolve, with submission. Mary hears this announcement from the angel Gabriel and she says, let it be. Let it be just as you said. You know, that should be our resolve as well. When God comes to us and tells us what we are to do, when we think it's impossible, we just trust and say whatever the Lord says desires. Whatever you're calling me to, I want to follow you, Jesus, and whatever you say, let it be done. I hope that as we've looked at this passage this morning, that it has caused worship to raise up in our hearts, to think of God, who existed from all eternity, the second person in the Trinity, who had been beside his Father from all eternity. And this angel comes and tells this young girl that she will be the mother of the Son of God. What happened then was impossible. They knew just like we knew. We know. Virgins don't have babies. But yet God made the impossible happen. And in the midst of all of that, it's the fulfillment of God's promise. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God promised that there would one day be a descendant of Eve who would come and who would crush the serpent's head. God promised Abraham that one day he would have a son. One day he would have a seed. That kings would, lo- would come from his line. That he would be, be a blessing to all the nations. God promised David that he would have a son who would sit on his throne forever. And in Jesus we see that God has been faithful to all of those promises. Let us Worship Him this morning. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.